Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and a Merry Christmas greeting to you as we continue to celebrate the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ and the amazing gift that we've been given this season now as we make our way through this octave of Christmas and these days of Christmas. It's important for us, I think, to really gaze on the gift and to meditate on it, the reality of what we've actually been given. We're having a great time, you know, with family and grateful for the physical gifts, you know, the gifts that we give one another and all that wonderful celebration. But the church wants to lead us through a deepening understanding together of what we've been given. It's so important to meditate, like the Psalms often tell us. Psalm 145 is an example. You know, they said meditate, bless, declare, things like that. So what does that mean? Meditate on the fundamental truths of what God has done for us. This fundamental truth, the incarnation of Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you internalize, come alive to, be able to see and embrace the depth of what's happened for you in Jesus personally coming to make you a new creation, to forgive your sins, to make it possible for you to become a child of God. You meditate on it, and then the psalm says, then bless. We bless the Lord. Just then as you meditate and the Holy Spirit gives you insight, just say out loud, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for your incarnation. Thank you for what you've done for me. I receive this gift and then declare, tell it to other people, like Our Lady did in the Magnificat, right? She beautifully, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, right? Because the Almighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. You can say that. I can say that. We're meant to say that. That's what, that's the source of Christian joy. And we're meant to be able to walk and be a joyful people in the, even in the midst of all the craziness of human life, right? The politics, the wars, the corruption, the deception, the, all that's there in the world, sickness and disease and failure, betrayal, all these things that steal our joy, that wound us, that harm us, that cause us to be afraid. Let this truth, let the reality of what God has done shine in us. We become fearless. We become Christ-like. You know, today's reading is the stoning of Stephen, you know, one of the deacons, one of the seven deacons. And it's amazing that this is the next day after Christmas. So we on Christmas, we celebrate the incarnation. The very next day, the primary story is the story of the stoning of Stephen, of his martyrdom. Why is that? Because Jesus has come to lead all people. This is my own my own perspective. I don't think it's entirely unique, but this is kind of what's on my mind as I've been meditating on this, that the Lord wants us to see what he has come to produce in human hearts, what he wants us to be. He gives us right away a visible person, a story of a man who encountered Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit and became his disciple. Stephen is a model for each one of us. Jesus came so that we could be like Stephen. Stephen is radically given over to the Lord. So let's just take a look at elements of the story. I mean, what he, he's, um, I'll read it begins in chapter six, verse eight. And Stephen, full of grace and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. 
Then some of those who belonged to the, uh, the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians and the Alexandrians and of those from Cilicia and Asia arose and disputed with Stephen. So they'd come from different parts of the world. They were there. Verse 10, but they, they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Now today's reading at Mass, the, this is the first reading that I'm going to continue, but just want to touch on the gospel. I want to quickly read that. Matthew chapter 10, verse 17 and following. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of men, for they will hand you over to courts and they'll scourge you in their synagogues. And you will be led before governors and kings for my sake as a witness before them and the pagans. When they hand you over, don't worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say. For it will not be you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will hand over brother to death and the father his child. Children would rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but whoever endures to the end will be saved. Isn't it interesting that the church in her wisdom, the day after Christmas, the great celebration of the infancy, the infancy narrative, the very next day, these words of Jesus are presented to us. It's the implication, why did Jesus come? To bring the kingdom, to save human beings. Jesus came to do battle. Jesus came into a war zone where there's a battle going on for eternal souls. This is really what it's all about. And Jesus come, he came to gather to make disciples. And he's, this is how he speaks to his disciples. And he clarifies for them, this is what you're up against. This is what you'll experience. And I love this because this is exactly the story of St. Stephen now. They're saying here that you'll be my witnesses. They'll bring you into synagogue, drag you into synagogues in front of re- leaders, religious leaders, kings and others. You don't have to worry about what you're going to say. If you're living as a disciple, you're walking out the faith, you're abiding in the Lord. He's first in your life. When these times of witness come to your life, when it requires you to stand to bear witness to the truth, he's saying the spirit of God will be upon you and the spirit of God will give you the words to speak. And he's saying, don't be afraid of being hated and having to face death for his account. And remember, these words are so strong. Whoever endures to the end will be saved. Who endures the resistance of the world, the flesh, and the devil against this king who has entered the world is now at the right hand of the Father. Verse 10, By, but they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Then they secretly instigated men who said, We've heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him and seized him and brought him before the council and set up false witnesses who said, This man never ceases to speak words against the holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs which Moses delivered to us. And gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw his face was like the face 
of an angel. He's standing alone, like Jesus, his master, stood alone. They're falsely accusing him. Jesus said this would happen. And then Stephen speaks to the council. And I won't, obviously won't read the whole thing. It's, it's quite long. It's, he, he makes his way through the story of Israel, story of creation, right from Genesis. The major moments, the major people, Abraham, Moses, I mean, Adam and Eve, Abraham, Moses, the giving, the prophets, the giving of the law, the temple, the history. He then gets to, I want to get to the climax of his diatribe against them, his, because he spoke with tremendous courage. Verse 51 of chapter 7. He said, you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. Now, it's easy to read this like, yeah, wow, those Jewish people were very stiff-necked and uncircumcised. Put yourself in their position and receive the words of Stephen today. You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. Are we resisting the Holy Spirit and the fullness in the way the Spirit desires to move in our lives? As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers persecute? Did not persecute, meaning like the persecuted them all is his point. And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. You who receive the law as delivered by angels did not keep the law. Wow. Courage. Tremendous courage. Verse 54. Now when they heard these things, they were enraged and they ground their teeth against him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Here's the culmination, right, of, of the incarnation. Why Jesus became one of us. So one of us could stand this fallen race of people. And where Adam failed to stand, Jesus is the victor. And he's standing at the right hand of God the Father. And the heavens were open and Stephen was gazing into heaven. He could see Jesus. And he said, behold, I see the heavens opened. And the Son of Man is standing at the right hand of God. He saw into the Holy Spirit opened heaven for him. Holy Spirit wants to open heaven for us, for human hearts that are humble and sold out because the Holy Spirit is sent to reveal God's plan, God's truth, and the heart of it all is a person, Jesus, to reveal the glory, the beauty, and the majesty of Jesus. Jesus, who is the bridegroom king, he's a bridegroom filled with passion and love, for his people. He's a king with great power. All the accumulated power of the world and all our nukes and our AI and all the armies and everything else, friends, it is nothing. It's nothing. It's like an, it's like an ant, a little red ant before the power of Jesus Christ, the king. He's a bridegroom. He's a king and he's a judge. He's the judge of the living and the dead. He's coming again in power to definitively establish his kingdom and his kingdom will have no end. Verse 57. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together upon him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. 
and the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he knelt down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. This is just, Luke is writing this, and it's really, it's an image of the very reality of what Jesus suffered. And the words of Jesus, heaven was open. Lord, receive my spirit. Don't hold this sin against them. Jesus said, love those who hate you. Pray for those who persecute you. As we celebrate the gift of Christmas and the joy and the good food and the blessings, remember what it's all about. Why Jesus came and the gift he really came to give was not a new coat, you know, and a new car or whatever. He came to make us like himself, to give us the life, the conviction, the faith, the hope, the love, the courage, and the capacity to live as his disciple and to imitate him, to be able to imitate Jesus right to the end, even to the point of death. And the book of Revelation says they conquered the martyrs. Here's a martyr, a witness. They conquered him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. They love not their lives even unto death. Here it is, right here in Stephen. He's a faithful witness like Jesus. And he wasn't afraid to die because he understood the new life that was in him and his destiny. He loved not his life because we can love our lives in such a way, friends, that we lose it. We got to be careful and give our full life to Jesus and imitate him. God bless you. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash foe. That's renewalministries.net slash foe.